Welcome to Sports Talk with Kifu, and I'm your host, Kifu Njabuluagamashang. And this is another interview edition. And you guys know that I stay bringing you the very best in the world. You guys already know that. So today, without further ado, I'll bring you, like I'm bringing you guys this, they call him the Swedish Denzel Washington. But he's, he doesn't act. <laughs> a, a, a kickboxer, a Muay Thai champion. And he's faced the very best. And now he's moved into the MMA. And then now he's starting to do things, especially in the PFL. Welcome, study board. Sai, how do you actually pronounce your name? Sadibusi. Oh, Sadibusi. Ah. Has that bit of a fringe yes. because Senegalese. Thank you right. for having me. Thank you for having me. How do you how do you pronounce your name? Yeah, exactly, exactly. How do you pronounce your name? Ki Fu Wei. Ki Fu Wei. Yes. Given. Basically, it's given. Nice. That's what it means. <laughs> uh, so. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, how was life growing up in um? in Sweden, given that you were Senegalese? To be honest, it's, it's, been, it's been great. All, all in all, it's been great. Um, I, I love Sweden. Sweden is home. Sweden is like, for me, uh, I always kind of stay connected to Sweden. Um, and since growing up, of course, there's been situations and, and things, uh, things of like uh, instances where, where, where I can feel that I'm, I'm a black man growing up in Sweden, like, right? But, but I'm, 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 I'm a guy that always trying to uh, not look at, look at uh, from that perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I'm always trying to stay positive and, and not trying to uh, make stupid things or stupid people affect me. Yeah, because mm, racism is everywhere. That's what I usually tell people. Like, it's all about how you, obviously, it's going to irk you at some point or it's going to annoy you, but it just comes with dealing with a lot of people in the world. A lot of ignorant people. It does. It does. Uh, It it really does. And uh, and like I told you, I'm trying to really not letting that affect me and, and... I have a rule that if you're not like in my inner circle, mm. uh, nothing you say or do should be able to like give me a give me a, give, give, give me a, something that like make me mad or give me uh, uh, like a response or whatever you know. Mm. Um, because then, if I if I allow that to happen, then everybody and, and anyone would be able to affect me. So, um, what what experience did you like actually uh, experience? Where you like no, like what was that experience that made you realize like no, I am black and these people are treating me like this just because I am black? Well, there were many instances, and and uh, like growing up, it was more 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 growing up, like when I was younger, and. I felt like like I was mistreated and I felt like I had to do more than certain people and stuff like that. But for me, 
to be honest, all of that has made me who I am today because I never gonna look at a situation and think that uh, now I cannot do it because of this or because of that. I'm I'm stronger because of that. I believe. Uh, so so like having to to do to run more or having to do more than uh, some other guy has made me who I am today. So I'm I'm just I, I believe I'm fortunate for that. Hmm. So um. Being born into an, a very athletic family as you were, and I get okay, I get that. Um, what's this? Uh, trials usually make make us stronger, so that we have tribulation. <laughs> they make us who yeah. we are, and the more uh, I've gotten that, um, people that complain a lot usually don't achieve a lot. Yeah, that. <laughs> so I I believe that it's easier to complain to actually do. And it's easier to look at a, another man or another woman and say that uh, she was lucky or he was lucky. That's mm -hmm. why he, he, got, he got to where he got to where he, she got to where she got to. Instead of looking at yourself and say, I could do more, I could do better. And that's what I believe. So, uh, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm, it's, uh, it's, I believe you always, it's always gonna benefit you to do more and not complain and not because to be honest, the world isn't fair. We are all born <laughs> in different situations and circumstances and that's part of life. Uh, some are giving a very depth, a very good hand, some are depth a tough hand, but that doesn't mean you can just lay down and, and not fight and not like try to make the best out of the situation. So, your how did your parents actually get to Sweden? For me, that's the really interesting question. Like, how did they get to Sweden? Yeah, so it was my father first. He came uh, in the late seventies uh, through through Paris, and then from Paris he had a car, so he went through Europe, and he he came to uh, to Sweden, and he wasn't gonna stay there. But a friend of his, a guy that he that he knew, just uh, uh, asked him to come over to Stockholm uh, and after that he just he, he got stuck over there and uh, um, uh, at that time um, it was it was not unusual for your family and uh, like for two families to to pair to pair two people together right so his family mm -hmm. said that they had a they had a woman for him uh, back in Senegal so he uh, he brought my mother a couple of years later yeah, are they? Are your parents still together? Uh, no, they are not. They are not together. Uh, unfortunately, my father is not here today. Uh, but my mother is still here. But they were, they were, uh, divorced a couple of years back. Oh, but yeah, usually they last longer. Arranged marriages usually last longer than. <laughs> the ones yeah, that... because they have a different. They have a different mindset than we have today. I believe. <laughs> Their mindset was, we are here and we're gonna go through it, whatever. Like, like getting a divorce wasn't wasn't a an option, <laughs> you know. Um, but different times. I mean. Mm. So, um, your your parents end up 
being there and then you're from a very athletic family and everyone in your family was kind of athletic growing up i read that you were actually as you, you love playing soccer so what stopped you from playing soccer or going further so, to be honest yeah it's that that's correct and uh, uh so i played soccer that was that was my love like my my if you asked me when i was young uh, what i wanted to be growing up it was a soccer thing like hands down right and uh, so what happened was i was gonna i was gonna switch teams change teams mm. and when i was like 13 14 years old something like no sorry 14 15 years old mm-hmm. uh, and uh, before finding the team that i was gonna change to uh, i did a martial art, uh, martial art, a kickboxing practice uh, mm-hmm. and after that first practice i fell in love with kickboxing and martial arts, right? And um, uh, so I just forgot all about soccer because I was 15, right? So hmm. the best, the best guys in the country and the best guys in the world were, excuse me, were already like, were already uh, at, at the at the at the high, like everybody. They were well known, right? Hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, so so for me, for me, I was I was a good player. Uh, but I wasn't I wasn't one of like the top in the country over the top like so mm-hmm. so it was it was gonna be hard for me to uh, to like try to uh, maintain uh, like maintain and, and be able to uh, like uh, to do soccer as my as my job right mm-hmm. and uh, another another part was <clears throat> me as uh, when I when I got 13 years old I, I started to get problems with my sight and my eyes so uh, that affected my my soccer so uh, so i just ended up uh, try, trying out a martial art class in the rest of the system man. so who made you go to that martial arts class uh, it was a dear friend of mine uh, so uh, we went to, in this, we went to school together and he's been training taekwondo since he was a kid so then the club that, that he brought me to was a taekwondo club from the beginning and uh, when I came there, uh, they were going into kickboxing. Uh, so he, like in school, we had like a, a gym, and in the gym there was like a heavy bag, and, and and we had some gloves. So we used to spar without like without any supervision and without anybody knowing anything. And he was like, "Man, you're good. You're good. You should come to class." And he's been on me for a while. And then when I when I didn't have a soccer team, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's try one practice out." And after that, I, I fell in love with it. And it's strange that your friend convinced you, whereas you had already a set party, like, this is what I'm going to be. And your friend was like, dude, you're actually better at this. Come. And it, yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. a nice thing, is that you were willing to open your mind to things that you were actually sure. good at. That other for people sure, could see sure. that you couldn't see. Yeah, exactly. I, I really appreciate that. And, and till this day, he that's one of the things that he always tells people is like yeah i'm i'm the god side of with the martial arts like he uses that as like a <laughs> it's like a conversation or whatever <laughs> yeah man. so it's like yeah i'm the guy that found him i'm the guy that found him <laughs> exactly 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 and the funny part is like i had no intention of like fighting professionally or anything like that right my my goal was just like oh i love this one 
and I, I love this. And it was, to be honest, it was so, uh, it was amazing because I was like a kid in a candy store because there were a whole new world opened up for me and there were so much things to learn, right? So I just wanted to, I went to practice before practice. I sat down after practice to watch the other groups and stuff like that. I was just, I was drawn to it, right? Uh, and uh, like after a couple of months, I just started to compete. So did you win your first fight after competing? What did you lose? Yes, I did. Yes, I, did. Uh, I, I actually won my... I don't know how many fights I won in, in, in a row, uh, but my first loss wasn't actually a loss. I got robbed. It was in my first world world fight. So I took silver in, in kickboxing. Um, in that one, I took silver, but it was I fought a Russian guy, and uh, I just it was, it was it was a very 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 bad like the the ref, the referee it was it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then also, um, it, it was, <laughs> I remember it like yesterday. It's crazy. So did you feel invincible before that Russian guy? You really felt like, yo, no one can actually beat me. Yeah. Like, of course, you always, you always know that it's a fight. Anything can happen, right? Mm. But like the day I'm stepping into a fight thinking that, no, I'm not going to win this fight. That the day I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hang up my gloves because <laughs> because then you already lost, right? So so, um, but also of course you have you, you can have good circumstances and bad circumstances. In the in the media you're always gonna say that oh, I'm I'm in the best shape of my life, yeah 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 right. But you cannot always be in the best shape of your life. Sometimes you have you had an amazing camp. Sometimes you have you had a bad camp, and. That, that doesn't have to correlate to the fight. Like, I have bad camps and amazing fights. I had amazing camps, bad fights. Like, uh, that, that's part of, part of the evolution. But I believe that I'm, uh, I'm still growing. I'm still getting better. And uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to what's mm. coming. So uh, you move into, uh, you, you win various medals in kickboxing and in Muay Thai. So yeah. when... And you were in the Swedish national team for both. How did that feel? No, it felt amazing. It worked very nice to represent the, uh, Sweden in both, both kickboxing and Muay Thai, to be honest. And I was very, very proud of that because, like I said, uh, soccer was my main, like my love, right? This was just something that I, that I started. And wow, I just, I, I had, I had, I had it was easy for me to see things and see okay if I if I do this like I could I could watch my coach spar mm -hmm. and I could see what he did and I I just like oh I am just gonna do the same as him and it and that it works so so you know so so I I, I evolved very quick and uh, that's why I got I, I stuck with it because my, my my the thing was I was just gonna do it until until I found like find us another soccer team, you know. Mm. But I fell in love with I fell in love with martial arts now. So so I was hooked. Mm. So um after doing that, so uh you fell you fell in love with it and then now you actually start kickboxing for a career. How was that? 
how is that like what actually made you pick okay i get it you loved it so what actually made you start taking it professionally as like okay i can actually make money of what i love uh, to be honest it, it came gradually right mm. so we started with kickboxing and uh, first it was like I, I traveled around in Sweden competing and it, it went very well and then I started to go around in Europe and it went very well and then I started to uh, like for the European championships and stuff like and then for the World Cup it went very well and uh, uh, and then the same thing with but now I was already established so when I when I when I started with Muay Thai, I was already established, right? I, 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 I got into the national team by, by winning the Swedish uh, national, like uh, the Muay Thai championship in Sweden. And after that, I, I got to represent Sweden in, in, in both kickboxing and Muay Thai. So, so what happened was that gave me the, the knowledge and the confidence to, to, to believe in myself. And I just had to look at my coach and I, I looked at him and I said, do you think if, if you say, because I know that he always wanted my best. So if he said that I'm going to fight that guy, that guy, that, that's the guy he believes that I can beat. Right. Mm. Uh, so I, I never, I never second guessed anything. And um, uh, so gradually seeing like in, in, in Muay Thai, especially, you have in the championships for the World Cup, you have a lot of professional fighters. Mm. You, you see, so so I so I could I could gauge myself and be like, oh, I, I'm ready for the professionals. Um, so it came it came gradually, and uh, uh, and after that, I believe like I have a spectacular style, like I have a fan, let's say a fan friendly style, uh, which which makes it. Uh, like for me to like organizations like PFL who I fight for today, yeah. they they like me because of because of my personality and because of my style uh, and how I am as a fighter. Like it's not only uh, because it's it's about entertaining. It's about being able to tell a story. It's about more than just uh, just fighting, you know. Mm. Uh, and that's why I believe that I'm in the position that I'm in. So. Uh, did you you did face Simon Marks? I mean Simon Marcus, right? In terms when you guys when you were kickboxing. Yeah, ten years ago. I believe I was ten years ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, so how was he like when you oh. because now he's going into the MMA as well? Yeah, I've heard that. I heard that he had a fight a couple of months ago. I don't even remember. Did you do you know the result of that fight? No, I didn't. I don't. But, <laughs> but I heard, I heard, I heard he's going into MMA, uh, uh, and uh, no. So when I fought him, he was actually ranked number one pound for pound in in, uh, in Muay Thai, mm. uh, and uh, he, I believe, he was undefeated when I fought him. Yeah, he was. And uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, no, he was. He was. He, he's a he's a tough guy. And he, his, uh, he was mentally, mentally strong, and uh, uh, and I, I would, that was, I believe, that was my last fight before going into MMA. I believe because when I went into MMA, my plan was to, 
to do both MMA and, and boxing and Muay Thai, right? To just mm. get more fights. So my plan and my, my goal was to, to be able to fight because, uh, because I, 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 I got, I believe that I was, I was, the fight was going well, but I, I got tired because of uh, many different reasons, but, I, but uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame anything, but I believe that I could, I could have done better in that fight. <laughs> or you just didn't, you wouldn't, you would have gotten tired between doing MMA and doing Muay Thai because actually, you actually also have to change your fighting styles and the camps are going to be back to back to back and you, you're yeah. literally going to tire yourself out. Yeah, and also the, the difference between MMA and boxing Muay Thai was bigger than I thought before going into MMA. Mm. I didn't realize that it was, it was so much different, uh, to be honest. Oh, so uh, if, I, if I were to... Mm-hmm. Say again? No, you thought it was going to be easy. Uh, n- no, not easier. Not easy. It, I, I thought it, it was going to be like this, like doing kickboxing and Muay Thai is more similar than doing either of, either of those. And it's, it's not, it's not just, it's like the, the timing is different. The rhythm is different. The distances is different. So there's so many things that are different. Like not only thinking about the wrestling and grappling, right? That's the things that, that stands out. But like the like there's so many things that are so different with the rhythm and so so um, go if if I were to go go back and fight in kickboxing and Muay Thai, I would need to like spend a lot of time getting back to that rhythm and getting back to that distance and getting back you know um, so uh, at least for me and my style uh, if you if uh, some other guys. Uh, they might not have the same issues going back and forth between uh, Muay Thai kickboxing and MMA. So do you think the reason that a lot of fighters are actually moving from kickboxing or Muay Thai into uh, MMA is because of the money, besides the fact that they love fighting? Yeah, so, of course. And uh, that, that's, that's a big part of it, I believe. Uh, and... Uh, there's more opportunities, like not only with money, but there's more like fame. There's more fights. There's more, uh, there's more um, like people around the sport have much more interest in MMA than they have in Muay Thai and kickboxing, right? Hmm. Which means it's easier for you to, to, to get like people to work with sponsors mm. sorry about the sponsors and the, and the partners and stuff like that uh, plus uh, it's like yeah the, the money is, is, is it's, it is better and that's because there's more eyes yeah. on, on, on the sport that goes hand in hand so did that also play a factor in you also changing from because from kickboxing Muay Thai to MMA. Yeah, so for me, uh, my my goal was to get more, to be able to get more fights, and 
and of course all of those like the 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 the, the bigger opportunities uh, was a part of it as well. But I, I wasn't gonna, my plan wasn't to leave kickboxing and, and Muay Thai. Um, but I did my first fight and then I got offered another fight and then I got offered another fight. And like, it's just, it wasn't any, and in between that, I got offered a lot of kickboxing and Muay Thai fight also. But I was like, man, if I'm gonna do that, I need to, yeah, like give it a couple of months and just focus on kickboxing Muay Thai, mm. uh, because I don't I don't just wanna uh, I don't just wanna Good jump in between. Thing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so, so, and then after a while, I just started to think that it was more fun, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, so with that said, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna fight more. Good. Keep boxing on more and more Thai. I don't know. We don't. I don't know what the future holds. Um, if the if an amazing opportunity presents itself, uh, I would be open for it. But um, for now, I'm all in the MMA. Do you think that one of the reasons that the PFL signed you is because of that David Round situation where he said, "Okay, after you kicked him and he <laughs> kicked me again." And he ended up on the floor. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think that fight hurt my, my hurt my my stocks with PFL. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Because yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah, he 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 said, "Kick me again," and then he ended up on the floor. But he didn't. He didn't realize I have tall ass legs. He didn't realize that. <laughs> because when he did that, I was thinking, you're actually in my reach. You're actually in my... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But that happens a lot in fights, right? Nice. That you guys taunt each other like, yeah, I didn't feel that punch. And you know you felt it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sure. that's part of it. What's the heaviest punch that you've ever gotten uh, in an MMA where you, you really? Oof. Oof. I have I have many that like hurt a lot, like like to the body. I had like this. I have I have. It's it's hard to give you one because I have like I have so many fights. I have almost maybe ninety kickboxing in Muay Thai. I don't know exactly. I don't, I don't know. Mm. And, MMA, I don't know if I have maybe 18, I don't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> but, you have 18 MMA. But let's yeah. say who's the heaviest puncher that you've ever faced? The person with the heaviest punch. Is that one? In all together or in MMA? Let's just say in MMA. Heavy punch in MMA. I would say... Uh, Maybe Ray Cooper. <laughs> but a lot of people actually uh, struggle yeah. to actually face Ray. And you did it with a plum. Yeah. Like, the, only the referee decided that he won. It was a tie break. It, it was literally... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's correct. It was, it was a draw. And um, I was so unhappy after that fight. Not with the decision, because I didn't... I didn't perform but 
the thing is, so when we fought, it was a two-round fight. Mm. And uh, uh, and after that, it was going to be, so it was the quarterfinals of PFL. Mm. And after that, it was the semifinals, which is going to be three, three more rounds. Mm. So the plan was to uh, to use a lot of boxing and save the kicks for the for the semifinals because even when you kick you like it, it hurts so much like you hurt yourself by kicking a lot right so uh, so what happened was i ended up like hesitating a lot because i saw openings for the kicks but i was like no the game plan was not to kick so i was like indecisive and you can't be that way you know when, when you fight you have to be first and you have to so so that's why i was i was so unhappy with with my performance and 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 I got the draw, but um, it wasn't enough. And this, the sad part was he, he, he knocked out both his semi-finalist and, and, and finalist and, uh, uh, and got, the, got the, uh, the, the championship, like the belt for that season. Mm. That was tough. So that hesitancy, um, so do you think that if you relied more on your instincts in that fight, you would have won? Uh, yeah, for sure. I believe so. Because then you wouldn't have been hesitant. You saw an opening, you'd go for it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So how does it feel actually having uh, the quickest um, knockout in welterweight history in the PFL? 17 seconds. Uh, no, it, it felt good. Like, like the feeling, it's it's unbelievable. It was in New York. It was uh, like uh, New York is one of my favorite cities in the world. Being there and uh, like getting getting the perfect start of the season, getting the start, like it felt amazing. It felt amazing, and uh, um, that actually secured my, me for the for the playoffs, the quarterfinals here. Mm. So that was a nice. So do you actually uh, do you enjoy it more because now you actually but you've always been traveling. How is actually how is life on the road? Do you ever even get to like chill, relax, or just be yeah, there? I like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like to be honest, I feel so fortunate. There's so many places in the world that I've that I've got the opportunity to see and to visit because of martial arts, right? I've been traveling whole world, uh, and uh, now just just to 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 prove the case. I mean, I'm in Las Vegas here. Mm. I'm I'm uh, I'm here. I'm 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 gonna be here for a while, training and preparing for the next season of PFL. Like it felt, it feels amazing, right? And sometimes it can it can get lonely. Sometimes it can get like um it can get like not boring but like you can you can the you same can, thing every day yeah exactly exactly that's what i'm trying to get to but i i always have the 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 bigger picture in mind right there's nothing great comes without a big sacrifice and now i'm actually feeling that i'm here right i'm here alone in las vegas now and uh uh, like 
the training is amazing, but after practice, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my apartment and staring in the walls because everybody back home is really asleep because it's night our time difference, right? <laughs> but but I'm, not, I'm not complaining because I know why I'm doing this. And I'm knowing, I know uh, that uh, the reward is going to come because I'm, 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 doing, doing what, I'm doing it and I'm, doing, I'm, I'm here where I'm supposed to be right now. So uh, 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 no love life or none of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, so I have a, I have a, uh, a girlfriend that she's actually gonna come over in uh, two weeks, maybe one, one or two weeks. She's gonna come over from Sweden, so she's gonna, she's gonna be here for a while uh, as well. Uh, so, so I'm happy for that. It's gonna be nice to have some company. And how did you actually find her? Because hey, a lot of the times when you start being a bit famous, then it becomes harder for you to actually find someone that you know that likes you for you. Yeah. I understand exactly what you mean, to be honest. And um, uh, so uh, like I, w- I was actually married before, and uh, maybe uh, almost two years ago, we uh, we, we separated right mm-hmm. and uh, I, I met this this girl and uh, we we started to hang out and we enjoyed each other's company and we let it come gradually like it took almost a year from from when we met until we got together right so mm-hmm. we, we, we 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 didn't force anything because I wanted to make I wanted to make sure it was for real and and she wanted to make sure it was for real and we respected each other for who we are and mm-hmm. like I've 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 had I've, I've dated girls and had girlfriends prior to to my wife who who had a hard time with my profession like it started out with like them being so so like uh, supportive and being like yeah just go second practice today amazing. And then after after a while, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna train again? You already trained this morning. Can't you skip training and stuff like that, right? Well, what about like and and that's yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's not it's not always easy, um, but I understand that because because it's it's I'm not I'm not saying that you have to be an egoistic person, but what but you need to, you need to do, doing this and this is a like being being an athlete and, and, and you have to you have to watch your diet you have to watch your sleep you have to watch mm. like there's so many things that that you cannot like you can't compromise with that mm. right which makes it hard it's it's not it's not easy to to be in a relationship and someone and, and the person asks you oh so are we going away for like this winter and i'm your answer is like i don't know i might have a fight you know it's it's not it's you know it's it's tough tough yeah it's tough and uh i get the part of sacrifice because look it's what it's five o'clock already and i've been up i think since three o'clock because I had to get everything done early before I go somewhere. Like I, I literally had to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's all about sacrifice. Yeah, that's sacrifice. For sure, yeah. that's sacrifice. It's all about keeping the main thing the main thing. 
And 100%. You guys uh, get a lot. So uh, your partners end up asking for a lot of time because eventually when yeah. you start off, someone really doesn't like, okay, like we're just starting off. So I really don't need you here all the time. But now yeah. as you guys progress, that person will most likely need your time a, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that that's correct. And and hopefully, hopefully you can find someone that actually that you want to spend time with that that, that respect your time and you respect her time, and and you become better because of having her by your side. And and like uh, she's actually helping you with like recovery, helping you with with diet, helping you with like stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it becomes like a team. Um, but that's that's it's not easy Mm. it's not easy so do you think that your first marriage broke your marriage broke down because of uh time because you were always away um no i'm not gonna say that not because of like that that's part of it like like what i do and then and how much energy I spend on it, that's part of it. And always have to have that as like the the priority for now because because I cannot I cannot come back in 10 years and say, oh, okay, now I'm gonna pass for PFL. No. <laughs> I'm in PFL now. I don't have the you see what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, so so that's part of it for sure. For sure. But, yeah, you sp- but I'm not gonna say that it's that. You spend a lot of your time um, focused on your career, which is understandable, yeah. but also led to a bit of detriment uh, in your relationship or in your marriage. Because a lot of athletes actually experience that, that when they still kind of active and they actually have a wife, because I'm so, uh, what's this, busy, I can't actually spend time with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's that. Uh, it's very important that that you communicate uh, like what you need, you know, and 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 listen to what your partner needs because because there's there's you can you can do a lot by still not like uh, compromising your training your career. You can still meet the person with a lot of things, I believe. So, so uh, it's not like, uh, so you have you are a professional fighter now. You can't you can't be in a relationship. No, uh, it's just that <laughs> it's just that you uh, you need to you need to be able to see and understand that you have somebody to live with that you have to try to give a little bit to as well. So now that you're a lot more famous, no DMs from groupies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, there's that, but but uh, yeah, the, the, those those things that they, they came they came uh, a long time ago, uh, and uh, uh, it's it's always I mean, I think it's funny and I think it's flattering and stuff like that. But you know, um, I'm trying to stay focused. 
what's the weirdest DM you've ever gotten, actually? Like, this is what's the weirdest DM you've ever gotten? Oh, wow. So, that was actually from a man who asked if, if he could pay me to kick him in the box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Like, so, like, he, he, he <laughs> Yeah. Why? It's so painful, yeah. even when someone doesn't kick you that hard. Imagine if someone is like gonna go. Oh. And obviously you decline, you're like I... <laughs> no man. First I asked how much she's gonna pay, and then <laughs> no, I was just joking. <laughs> uh... I asked how much are you gonna pay me? And then you're like most likely it's like five hundred dollars, like I chief. <laughs> no, 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 not worth it. <laughs> not, not worth the problem. <laughs> that might come with it. Mm. <laughs> that, that's actually strange. I thought it would have been, let's say, a girl sending you nudes and like, nope. Mm-mm. The guy was like, yeah, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got, I've, I've got that, but that's not, that's not so weird. Mm. You asked for, for like weird. the strangest thing. That that one is really strange. That one is really strange. <laughs> it really is. Oh. Yeah. But um, what are your plans? Uh, since you started training, how how is okay? Since it was your first day at training camp, so how do you think this year is gonna go in the PFL? Because you've already gotten into the playoffs, so are you really looking to getting further into the playoffs? Because you you actually um, you've actually got a good style, and you actually a lot of people actually rate you. They rate you as one of the dark horses going into the PFL season. Yeah. yeah, so I believe I believe that uh, I'm, I'm, I've been uh, getting a lot better. Uh, the last season and the last year of training uh, uh, gave me a lot, a lot, a lot of experience and a lot of growth. Uh, so I believe that I'm a much better fighter today uh, than I was uh, last season. So uh, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. And, there, and there's a lot of things that I'm going to do differently um, because of experience and because of like going through things and like yeah, speaking a lot with the trainers and coaches and, and stuff like that. So I believe that this year we're going to see the best of me. Okay. So um, I think maybe this, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? My 10-year-old self. 20-year-old self. Oh, 20 years old. Oh, I would tell my 20-year-old self to not rely on talent, to rely on work ethic. Why? That's strange. (laughs) Because, Because I, for me, I got, I got, I, I worked, I could have worked harder when I was younger uh, because I got, I got, I got it so easy. So I was like, yeah, well, I don't need to run as much as you because I'm better than you. Like, you see what I'm saying? And that, 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 that is a bad habit 
you know. So I had to remove all the bad habits and uh, think that even if I'm better than you, I'm still gonna outwork you. So when you were younger, you partied a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but that comes with it though, but you weren't partying within moderation. Sorry, you with what? Uh, within uh, limits, like you weren't limiting, like, okay, now I could have fun. Okay, now this is what I should do. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Like, like I had during camps and stuff like that, I, I, was, I, I was focused. Oh. I was focused. After uh, camp, straight up, we're clubbing every night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly ah, but ah, that was that was a nice uh, early adulthood must always party but it comes with um, yeah but if you're a professional athlete that's not very good if you're a regular yeah, Joe I, like me then uh, maybe yeah yeah I understand I understand yeah I found I it a lot for, for me but not a lot compared to my friends mm. Oh, having fun is very important for you. Of course, of course. Yeah, because you have yeah. to let loose. I have to let loose. Can't be every day. Yeah. <laughs> At least let. let... No, I I understand. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. So, uh, what was your craziest night going out in your early twenties? Uh, that's a tough question. I'm, I swear, I, I'm trying to remember. I cannot give you just on this on the short notice like this craziest night. Like, <laughs> I'm drawing blanks, brother. <laughs> Did you ever black out or anything? Yes, not blacking out, not blacking out, but but like. Party too hard, so I need to go home to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that answer was like, hey man, if I tell people like, it's not gonna be good coming into the next fight, that person's gonna use it in a press conference. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man>. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just joking. Thank you so much for yeah, that. Oh, it's actually been a blast of it. It's been a blast. No, thank you. No. Thank you. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. And thank good you, luck with you. Yeah, good luck on your next fight. And you know, it's actually nice seeing uh, Africans doing great things out there. I really uh, um, hope you uh hope you actually get the million dollars because I was speaking to Rauschman Fio. I think um I think a month back. Yeah. I was yeah, speaking yeah. to Raush. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won it, uh, and yeah. because the previous year he he was literally a janitor, got into the PFL, won it, and then at least now, <laughs> hope you actually go out there and actually get the whole. So no, uh, does the PFL pay you guys? Uh, what when you guys fight, or you only get your money if you only if you win at the end? Ah, oh, no, no, of course it's so it's professional fighting, so you will always get paid for for your fights uh so you get paid for all your fights mm. 
uh, that that's uh, and everybody gets different that, that's mm. like uh, depending on how your contract looks mm. uh, but no no so, so that that's how you that's how you how you can uh, afford to, uh, to because you need to you need to be able to mm. pay for your camp pay for your trainers pay for everybody's time and stuff so no no so you, you get paid for all the fights i was like hey, this is a very big gamble most hey, waiting all this time hey, if i win the million no no <laughs> of course of course you don't get the million dollars but if you don't win but uh, but you, you you get paid Our paypal is a very good organization oh. i i hope that you actually go for it and win um because already so. i've had a winner already on 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 my youtube channel so Hopefully you are also the next winner, so I can say I had two yes. people winners. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I will make sure to win. Yeah, and if you win, you have to come back. You have to, you have to, you have to. Have just, to. just, 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 just write me. Just write me. Call at me, and I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your time. It's actually better. Thank you, brother. It's been a great interview. You actually taught me so thank much. about uh, work ethic and actually keeping um, a, a good balance and always keeping the main thing, yeah. the main thing. I think that's the <laughs> most important thing that I learned from this interview. Thank you so much, Sadiqou. And guys, take care, right? take care. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. This is the end. And wow. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>